Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Follow-up is key to success in this business. Wholesaling, you have to follow up with your leads. Did you know that 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect? 25% of salespeople make the second contact and stop. 12% of salespeople make three contacts and stop. And only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Here's where it gets really interesting, guys. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. And here's the powerhouse. 80% of sales are made on the fifth through 12th contact. What does that mean for you? It means you need to follow up with your leads. You need to set your follow-up on autopilot by using a CRM. Visit dpipodcast.com forward slash CRM to learn more about the CRM that the discount property investors are using in their business. You can follow up with text, email, voicemails, all automatically. Get to the 5th and 12th contact faster and close more deals. Again, visit dpipodcast.com forward slash CRM. Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. This is your host, David Dodge, joined by my co-host, Mike Slane. Hey, Mike. Hey, Dave. How are we today? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. Let's get after it, man. Let's get after it today. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I want to talk today about marketing. Talking about marketing. I want to talk All about right. marketing. Marketing is the lifeblood of a wholesaler. You have to understand that as a wholesaler, you are in the marketing business, okay? If you are not doing marketing and you are a wholesaler, you are probably out knocking on doors, cold calling, so on and so forth. And none of those are bad strategies. But if you're lazy like me, then you need to have a marketing budget. Therefore, your phone will start ringing with motivated sellers trying to get you out to their property so that way they can get those they can get it sold. So you have to have a marketing budget. It's either time or dollars, it's right? Either it's either time or, or dollars. dollars. That is oh. so true. So if you don't have any money to start marketing, that's okay. We get it. I didn't have a lot of money when I first started. And I started cold calling. I started going on, on Zillow and Craigslist. And now there's the Facebook Marketplace. And I was reaching out to those people that you know had for sale by owner signs or or postings, or even landlords that were looking to rent properties. And I was cold calling those people. And I did several deals. We still do several deals um, from those efforts. We have a VA that does some of that from time to time. However, as we get more mature in this business, lazier, 
lazier, better way to write, yeah. to, to describe it. Well, and you have more uh, money available. Again, you've got more money for a marketing budget. Absolutely. Again, why do I want to spend my time? The whole idea of moving up in this game is... Make so more and spend less time doing it. Exactly. Well, they have more time freedom. That's that, right. In my brain, the real rich is time freedom, guys. Like, again, to not have to work 50, 60 hours a week. It's huge. It's, it is huge, man. It, it is I'm gonna, so huge. I'm gonna make myself comfortable here. So so let's get let's get some marketing going so that we don't have to work that much. Yeah, I am with you 100. And that's exactly what we've done. So it it really truly is, you know, all about the marketing when it comes to wholesaling. Now, also, you have to understand that you are in the marketing business. So some people that I know will say, "Oh, I've been investing in real estate for five years and you know how many properties do you own or have you done some flips and they hadn't they just been doing wholesales and that's fine i personally don't think that wholesaling is investing i feel like investing is more of a long-term game Uh, but you still need to buy those properties that you may invest into at a discount you still need to use your marketing efforts to to locate those deals so to me wholesaling is the marketing business. And the reason I say that is because you need to learn how to market to find those motivated sellers. You need to learn how to target them. So your phone or contact form on your website or whatever it might be starts getting hits. It starts ringing or it starts generating you leads. And Mike said it earlier, you know, we get lazy. But if we have a marketing budget in place, the leads will continue to come in. So it truly is all about the marketing. So I want to talk to you guys a little today about some of the marketing that we do here in our business, but also talk about some of the other ways that you can go about marketing to motivated sellers. So there's truly an infinite amount of ways that you can market to motivated sellers. The main ways that we in our business market to motivated sellers would be driving for dollars. We do a lot of driving for dollars. We do cold calling and cold texting um, because or basically what we do with that is we will purchase lists online. We'll skip trace those lists and then we will cold call or cold text those individuals to see if they have any motivation big, for selling. And that's a big shift um, from what we used to do. So the big thing years ago, and again, it's still a staple of the business, don't get me wrong, uh, but we used to almost exclusively, you'd, you'd go out there, you'd find a list or you'd create your list with the driving for dollars and you would mail those people because there was really not many other options, right? So you would look up their addresses and you would send them the yellow letter, or you'd send them a postcard. And we still do a lot of that. But again, now you can kind of skip that step, right, Dave? So instead of having to do that mail, you'll look them up and you'll uh, you'll try to find that phone number so you can cold call or uh, text them, right? I mean, that's that's kind of a, a shift that's happened uh, with technology. And it's just, it's really neat. It's fun to see how the game has changed uh, in the short period of time that we've been in it, you know, five to seven years, something like that. That's right. Uh, and again, it's it's just something new that uh, is working. So again, you want to kind of keep on top of what's happening in there in the in the market. That's exactly right. So um, driving for dollars, cold calling and cold texting. We also do some direct mail mm-hmm. from time to time. We don't do a ton of it, um, but I know that there's a lot of investors that that's all that they do. Mm-hmm. Direct mail works. It's just it can get expensive. 
All right, but yeah. it works. And again, I think that we see sometimes it kind of in cycles. People are like, oh, direct mail's really working. Oh, it's not working. Oh, it's really working. I think it's just a, it just kind of depends. So again, it's one of those things. Stay consistent in your marketing efforts as well, and that's that's what Ruth reaps rewards. Yeah, consistency is the name of the game in marketing. That is such a good point, especially in when it comes to to your direct mail. Totally agree with that, Mike. Totally agree. So other than those methods, there's a couple more that we do. Um, occasionally, we'll do bandit sign campaigns. We aren't very consistent when it comes to bandit signs, and we just said you have to be <laughs> consistent. However, the caveat is is when we do it, we go hard. What's so funny? And we'll buy you know a thousand or two thousand signs, and we'll plaster the city, but then we'll it's, let it die down, and then we'll come back. Go ahead. Bandit signs are so funny to me. Uh, because they do work, but man, they just feel like a lot of work too, you know. And we went, we used to do it ourselves. I used to put out bandit a ton of bandit signs, and then we hired someone else to do it, and it's the same thing. I feel like they don't want to do it because it's a lot of work, and we were paying two bucks a sign, something like that. Yeah, we? We dollar fifty to two bucks. You had to pay yeah, on their how much they would get out. out and put out these signs, and uh, yeah, it was just tough to tough to get people to do that. So. Yeah, like Dave said, we kind of go in waves with that one. We should be more consistent with it. So maybe that'll be on our to-do list here. Uh, get out some more banded signs. Absolutely. This week. Let's do it. And then um, other than that, we do uh, we have some radio ads that, that air. We took a, a brief pause for those recently, but they're back up as of yesterday. So we got the radio ads going again. And that's basically... Oh, you're forgetting about a big one is... Uh, Pay-per-click, man. Oh, pay-per-click. Yeah, so yeah pay-per-click pay-per-click's good, too. Be, uh, your Facebook advertising or your Google AdWords or your Bing or whoever you are going to be able to advertise on uh, based on, you know, you're paying for people's attention online. So there's a lot of different ways to do that, and it can be pretty expensive, but it can be pretty profitable as well. Again, it's one of those things where you have to uh, – I would recommend, I highly recommend getting someone else to do it for you. Uh, just because I consider myself pretty tech-savvy. Dave, I think, is pretty tech-savvy as well. But, man, when you get into Google AdWords, it's just it, feel, it just feels like it's way over my head. Uh, now, I can get an ad going, and I can spend money on Google AdWords, but, man, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you, you, you know, got to – I would definitely just, hire somebody that knows what they're doing to at least set it up. Yeah. You know, maybe not so much the monitoring of it, but setting it up because – there's a science to that. Now, and, and that said, if that's what you want to try to do and you want to dive into that, go for it. You know, maybe do it yourself. But again, I think that it, it's just one of those things where you could really get uh, off focus of what you're trying to accomplish here. You're not trying to be the best Google AdWords marketing expert. You're trying to be a real estate wholesaler who makes money by flipping houses. You're not trying to learn Google AdWords. Again, that's one of the things early on distracted me from uh, really doing deals is I would get, oh, I need to do this. I need to learn this and focus on that. No, you've got to do deals. You've got to get properties under contract. So again, you've got to get marketing in place so you can get those calls coming in so that you can then put properties under contract. That's exactly right. So the other way that we like to go about getting deals um, is referrals. And referrals don't necessarily require marketing. However, we do set up email campaigns and sometimes text campaigns to stay in touch with our contacts to constantly remind them that we are in the business of buying houses. So we buy a lot of houses directly from the seller. 
but we also buy a lot of houses through real estate agents. So sometimes you will have a seller that is embarrassed to list their home. They don't want to list it because they may be a hoarder or it's filthy, disgusting, or they may have 12 cats or they may have 14 kids. I mean, who knows what the problem might be, but they may be embarrassed. So what they'll do is they will they'll have an agent come over and they'll discuss with the agent that they want to sell the home, but they don't really want to list it. And they'll sometimes ask, you know, what other options do they have? And the agents that are experienced and have been doing it for a while, they know investors just like Mike and I who are constantly, you know, pinging these people and reminding them that, hey, if you come across that hoarder house or that guy or that, that woman that is just embarrassed to sell, call me. You don't need to list it and in some cases will even pay you a commission still. And we get uh, deals that way all the time. So those are some of the strategies that we use. But there are actually hundreds of strategies to go about finding motivated sellers. If you have a big budget, radio, billboards, and television, all of those types of media work great. But you are going to spend a lot of money using those types of marketing. I remember when I first started out, I was driving for dollars. I was doing bandit signs and I was handwriting letters. And the reason is, is because that is the cheapest and most cost effective way to go about getting your phone to ring. Basically, the way the progression that I did was I started cold calling Craigslist, Zillow, um, and then I started cold texting because I could. I figured I could get more people to respond to me because a lot of times people don't want to return voicemails. And then once once I did a couple deals that way, I progressed into buying bandit signs. I purchased a list and I sent some mail out to that list. Um, and then from there, you know, I always just put aside anywhere from ten to twenty percent of every deal that we make. I put it aside into a marketing budget. Now. A lot of people think that marketing is an expense, but in, in reality, marketing is an investment, all right? If you can spend, you know, one, two, maybe as much as five grand, it really depends on the market that you're in. Here in St. Louis, we could probably spend uh, anywhere between fifteen and 2500 it kind of varies, to get a deal. And our average deal is, you know, six to $8,000. So if you could spend two grand to make eight, wouldn't you continue to do that over and over again? In some parts of the country, like California, I know that some people are spending five, six, seven thousand to get a deal. They're going to spend a lot more. However, those deals aren't averaging six to eight grand. They're averaging twenty, thirty, forty, sometimes fifty thousand dollars, which really depends on the market that you are in. So, when it comes to wholesaling, remember you are in the marketing business okay you cannot forget that and it's not so much on the seller side when you're dealing with your motivated seller once you get a contract and you have inventory you are still in the marketing business nothing's changed now you are just marketing that contract to purchase that is your asset that's the inventory that you now have so you're going to do what you can to market that what i'm missing <laughs> 
I love it, man. No, it's great. I, I love listening to you talk about. Uh, I wish that my thing marketing. would pull up here. I had yeah, you uh, keep, uh, you keep uh, playing with it. What are we working on over here? I can't get my mind map to pull up. Yeah, so my the comment I was trying to get to though is I love how you talk about it. Doesn't matter what business you're in, Dave. You're in the marketing business. You are a wholesaler, but you are in the marketing business. You have to spend those dollars on marketing to generate more dollars. Yeah, and it's not a cost; it's an investment. Again, you have to spend those dollars to earn more. So again, it really does. It is like you said, an investment. It's mm-hmm. a great way to look at it. Absolutely. Let's see if I can't get this mind map to pull up here. I don't know why it is giving me trouble. I feel like Mindmeister is just not even working today. Regardless though, you need to set aside a marketing budget. Now, whenever we get a new student and we are doing an orientation with them, we tell them, hey, you are going to need to come out of pocket two, three, maybe as many as four or five months, typically less, but it could be, oh, here we go. It could be as many as you know four or five months before you see a return on that marketing, right? So in the beginning, it may come across and it may look like an expense. But once you start getting deals, here's the beautiful thing. Here's the beautiful thing. Again, you're investing a small amount to get a larger amount back. But once you start doing deals, you start feeding the machine automatically. So let's say you're doing two deals a month and you're averaging, let's just say, um, 6000 a deal. That's a total of $12,000. And if you have $12,000 and you're keeping aside, so let's say every time you do a deal, you keep 10% aside for marketing. Well, then every month you are feeding 10% of 12,000, which is 1200 into your marketing budget. Now that can be used for AdWords, bandit signs. It can be used for maybe radio advertisements. It can be used to hire a virtual assistant to help you with cold calling, or it can go into your uh, direct mail campaign. So the cool thing is, is it feeds itself. And, and this is not a hypothetical. This is something that you should be practicing too. If you generated, it's super, super exciting when you generate that first big check from your wholesale deal. And it's really fun to go out and spend it and, you know, and pay off all your bills. But it's important, like Dave said, to take some of that money aside and reinvest it in yourself. Reinvest it in your marketing campaign. Don't let that be a hypothetical. You have to put that into action. Love it. Let's play a game. All right, let's Something do new today. Let's do it. What are we I got do? 50 plus ways to find off market deals. I'm oh, gonna geez. I'm gonna list them, and I want you to tell me if it's time or money. Okay. All Simple. Right. Let's do it. It's all you got to do, all and right. some of them are gonna be both, and I want you to explain. But we're gonna go quick. Okay. So 50 plus ways to find off market deals. Number one, wholesalers. That would be time. That would be time. Exactly. You're just gonna be networking with these people, mm-hmm. friends and family. Time. Bird dogs. Explain what a bird dog is too. Bird dogs, that would be uh, time. It's A bird dog would be somebody that, well, time and money with a bird dog. So a bird dog is someone who's going to help you find a property. So, again, you may network with this person, but then you're going to offer them probably a referral fee. So Love it. It's going to be time and money with a Door bird knocking. Dog. Door knocking is going to be time. Posting ads on social media. Time. Time. Unless you hire a virtual assistant, money. then you're going to be paying them to do it. But, yes. So classified and directory sites. That's going to be money. You're going to pay to put ads out there. Pay to put ads out there. Direct mail. Direct mail is money, baby. Every door direct mail. It's another type of mail. Also money. Bandit signs. Bandit signs are money and time. Money and time. That's correct. 
Uh, Bandit Sign on Wheels. You love Bandit I Sign did, on Wheels. Man, I love those. Things. I think it's cool too. Those are time uh, in money. I would say it's really both. Yard signs at your own properties. I like that, man. That's that's money. It's money. You got to buy the right. Uh, the sign. Driving four dollars. Driving four dollars is time. Cold calling, and dialers. Uh, time, maybe a little bit of money. Maybe depending. a little bit of money. Joint ventures and investor partnering. That's time, baby. That's time. Ria clubs. Time. Mass media advertising. That's kind of like your radio, your television, your billboards, even Shane. newspaper. That's, money. That's yeah. gonna be money. Yep. Bus, buses, and bus stops. Which is really cool because that is like moving billboards. And you put your ad on the side of a bus. You have one on the side of a of a of a moving company. I do. Yeah, yeah. We. We. Right. One on the side of a moving. Which is really unique. And real quickly, how did we get that? It's kind of funny. That was my that was my band of signs on wheels. That was that that was your band of signs on wheels. Called me and said, "Hey, could you uh, would you be willing to advertise on our truck?" And I and they said, "But we want you know our name on there too." I said, "Absolutely, let's do it." Park benches. Park benches is gonna be money. Probate attorneys. Networking, so that's time. This is all together, really. Probate attorneys, divorce attorneys, eviction attorneys, and estate sale companies. Time, 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 time. Love it. Boom, boom, boom. Neighborhood associations. Time. HOAs. Mm-hmm. By the way, that is a great way to find motivated sellers. Contact your HOAs. Ask them who hasn't made a, an HOA payment in a, a year mm-hmm. or three years. Mm-hmm. Who's behind? They typically need those payments, so the seller is probably behind. Uh, Bank bank takebacks, also known as REOs. Time. Sweet time, yeah. I would think so. Local business advertising, uh, which you could break down into, like, DMVs. I know DMVs are starting to do that now. Um, Let's see here. What else would that be? Shopping carts at grocery stores. Mm -hmm. But that would be money. Mm -hmm. Your marketing. Uh, money mailers in the coupon books. That's money, baby. Haven't had a ton of success with that, but that's just in our market. I know people that that's all they do, and they have great success. Yeah, I've, I've done some local classified ads, too, and it, it wasn't huge. That's right. Deals, but. Overlooked properties that fall out of contract. That's awesome. So that's follow-up, and we hit that so much. Hopefully you guys get that from us. That's time. Time. Follow-up on your leads, guys. Hosting your own RIA club or meetup group. Time. Time. Another way to find yeah, deals. But again, this is awesome because there's so many ways to find deals with just nothing but your time. You don't have to spend money. It's awesome. Property management companies. My first like five deals came. Did they really? Well, not the first five. I'd say several, the, several yeah, of yeah. the first t- five to ten deals I had came from networking with property management companies to just say, hey, who, what properties are you managing that the sell the owners of these properties are just fed up. They're ready to sell. They're ready to sell, and you're probably fed up managing them. Call me, I will buy them. And I was making offers at like forty cents on the dollar to these people and getting deals. It works. Title companies. Time. Got a network. Hard money lenders. Same time. Time. Networking. Professional services. I'm gonna go because we got a lot of time here. Professional services, tradesmen and inspectors, restoration companies. All of those would be considered time. That's yeah, networking. networking you're going to network with them. Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, and automated triggers. Also time. What's an automated trigger if you're not familiar? Uh, there's companies out there or sites out there like IFTTT. And basically what you can do is you can go in and you can say if, if a property hits Craigslist, 
um, or even Zillow in this zip code and they use a keyword like handyman special or motivated to sell, you will get an email. Doesn't Google do that too? Google notifications. Uh, Google alerts, Google maybe. Alerts, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know how much you can dial it in though. I think it's yeah, more for news or just Google. But that, but that's also an option. So automated triggers, you can find deals this way. Real estate agents and brokers. Mm-hmm. There's time again. It's time. Nursing home now, staff. You're gonna pay those guys too, though. You're gonna pay those guys, but that's all right. Nursing home staff. That's time. It's more networking. But that's a great. Think about that. Go find people that work at a nursing home. Make friends with them. Typically, you're not looking for the for the person that's just a tech or a nurse. There, you're looking for the administrator, because and we've bought several this way. People will come to the nursing home and they will have a house and they don't know what to do with it. And the nursing home sometimes has to kind of step in and help these elderly people get their finances in order. And guess who they call? They call Dave. They say Dave's bought four or five from us recently. He will give you a fair price, call him up, and oftentimes we'll go out and meet him at the nursing home. So many ways. Pre-foreclosure lists. Typically, you're going to be spending money on those, um, but you don't have to be. You could get those lists, and then you can go door knock them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, foreclosure auctions. I guess that's time. Oh. I would say time. Yeah, I mean, you also, show up with cash, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Pre- and post-tax auctions. Same. Yeah. Um, Google search for an open record request. Time. Time. Yeah, definitely. YouTube commercials. Never done that one. I assume that's going to be cash, though. You're going to have to spend some money on those, but great way to go about getting deals. We should look into that. Yes. I don't think we've done that, have we? Your own company website and, of course, doing SEO for that website. Another way to get motivated sellers. That one's going to probably be a little bit of both. Pay-per-click marketing, you're going to spend some money on that one. Retargeting, you're going to spend some money on that one. Mm-hmm. Social media bots. There are bots out there that will help comment and reach out to individuals in certain areas. And we've actually done deals from social media bots, oddly enough. Um, so there, that's another way. Um, the stunning open house strategy. This is a great way to find motivated sellers. When you, are, when you are rehabbing a house, not so much wholesaling it, but you could do this with the wholesale, but when you are rehabbing it, you have a open house and you invite all of the neighbors. Bill loves doing this. Mm-hmm. Invite all of the neighbors. They come over and they say, oh, wow, you guys really did a great job. You know, I got a house down the street that I've been considering selling. Would you want to buy mine and rehab it too? But you can do this with wholesales too. It doesn't have to be stunning. It can just be the open house strategy. X Christmas cards to all known contacts. Love this method. Again, yeah, all great. so you're gonna spend a little money doing it, but all you are doing is reminding people that you are in the business of buying houses. And if you want to send your cards to the motivated sellers that you've bought properties from in the past. That's another strategy because they may know people that are also looking. A couple more here, guys. Uh, mass text blasts or voicemail drops you know, to your existing list. That's kind of more of a follow-up strategy. Um, that's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of money, but not a lot of either. Um, networking and following up is basically covered on all of these. And then the last but not least would just be the Facebook marketplace. So that's 50 individual ways that we have given you guys on this episode 
to go out and find motivated sellers. All right. There are motivated sellers everywhere, but this podcast is all about marketing. So again, you're going to have two ways to go about marketing. You have a time budget or you're going to have a budget of money. And if you don't have a lot of money, that's okay. I said this before. I'm going to say it again. You can use your time to get out in the field and make those cold calls, do some door knocking, uh, drive for dollars, maybe even put up some bandit signs. You don't even need to buy them. You can use cardboard boxes. I've seen people... You know, we'll just use cardboard and they'll write on the cardboard and they'll staple it to a telephone pole. All right. The other approach, if you are scaling or you want to scale or you have some money or you just are lazy like me, you can put some money into a budget and you can build yourself out a marketing campaign. Mike, anything that you want to add? We're going a little long. I want to wrap no, it up. Let's get to marketing. Get out there and do some marketing, guys. I love it. Less do. talk, more, more action. More action. More marketing. Signing off, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.